1: This is the Tom Bernard Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings, 8 to 9.30 or anytime you like as a podcast on the Tom Bernard app at
0: TomBernardShow.com or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. What's the latest?
3: Oh, things are cruising this morning. Tevin, yeah. Tevin had a whirlwind of a day, I hear. Uh, oh. Had to drop uh, somebody off at the airport. Yeah, I
2: had,
4: it's never fun going to the to the airport first thing in the morning, but we survived. Uh, the Timberwolves are all over the news, because, and I'm very curious to see what uh, Judd has to say because Carl Anthony Towns scored, I believe, 62 points, mm-hmm. was one shy of the franchise record, and they're playing the like one of the worst teams in the NBA, should have easily won. But the whole fourth quarter, essentially, the entire team just tried to get him to 63 rather than actually play the game. So they ended up losing to one of the worst teams in oh, the Oh, Jesus. <laughs> the coach said it was, a, it was disrespectful to the whole entire NBA. Is it, too,
3: is it too much of an overstatement? Is this too much of a hot reaction to say that like, they're too immature to do anything in the playoffs? Doing like, Unless this is like a pinnacle turning point for them. Mm-hmm. Would you guys
2: turn this into a sports show here? I'll save it for Judd. Sorry, I'll save it for Judd. I'll save it for Judd. <laughs> Why don't we wait till till Judd comes on and then talk about sports, Devin? <laughs> yep. That's all yeah. we need is a 25 minute sports segment. That's that'll be just magnificent. Uh, what's going on in the news? I'm not going to tell. I'm not talking to you to forget it. You're out of the mix. No quit. Now we we were talking earlier uh, in front of the whole situation that um, yet another principal or director or whatever they are. Has been asked to leave her I suppose she's been fired. Tara Fitzgerald. You said principal, Lusser. right? Uh, the principal, yes. Okay. The principal of Anderson Anderson United Middle School in Minneapolis. I don't. I have no idea where that is.
4: Uh, it's by the Children's Hospital, just off of Lake Street, kind of Lake Street, Chicago-ish area.
2: Oh, there. Okay. By the old Sears building. Uh, yeah. There it is. Okay. Excellent. Uh anyway, uh the principal of Anderson United Middle School in Minneapolis is out after a group of parents interrupted a recent board meeting for uh, to call for a leadership change at the school. Apparently they were they had signs and they were chanting and yelling and they're very, very upset because uh oh by the way, Tara Fitzgerald, the one that they forced out, who served as Anderson's principal since twenty twenty one, will be, quote, pursuing another opportunity with MPS. Minneapolis Public Schools. So she has an opportunity already. Is that what she's implying? Uh, Either, I would assume
4: she's just saying she's going to be looking for a new job. Like she's not going to give up on her career of education.
2: So it's pursuing an opportunity that's not there yet.
4: Yeah, like just looking for a new job, I would assume, is what she's saying. Yeah, that
3: sounds like the professional, like, drafted response of, instead of, yeah, I'm, I'm looking for a new gig, it's, I'm pursuing a new opportunity and...
2: Yeah. So it's like when you, you get fired from a radio station and the asshole management says that you retired. I mean, kind of like that. What do you mean? You were pursuing new opportunities. <laughs> yeah. I was pursuing new opportunities. That's yeah. exactly right. I, I just love how people lie to benefit themselves the most. No matter what it is, they will benefit themselves the most by lying about what really happened. I mean, to, to be honest, you fired me. I got over it. I wish you'd get over it. Shut up and have another drink. Right? Yeah, right. Finish the glass. Finish the glass, man. You guys been seeing anything on TV that's any good?
4: Um, I've started watching the show Good Girls on oh, is that,
3: Netflix. Is that with, um, that's the Reba or Rita, I want to say. She's got, she used to be on Parks and Rec. I,
4: yeah, and it's got, I started watching because the, what's his, Manny Montana is in it, who's like a, this great actor from mm-hmm. that I liked in another show, okay. but anyway, um, so that's pretty good. It's kind of like Weeds, where it's you know a group of suburban moms that now are money launderers, but uh, yeah, other than that, not really anything too good. I'm waiting for like the next seasons of the shows I regularly watch come out.
2: Okay, there you have it. Apparently, uh, Harlan Coben's wife, I think her name is Charlotte, or his wife or his daughter or somebody, wrote a movie and. They shot the movie in England, and I sat very politely for 45 minutes watching with Catherine, even though I couldn't understand one damn word they were saying. I Because they all talk like this, and they never open their mouths when they talk like this. (laughs) What the hell are you saying? Open your mouth, for Christ's sake. Right? Yeah,
4: I wonder if people from England have the same reaction as we do to, like, the show Fargo, when they hear... English accents. And oh, maybe.
3: Well, the thing that's weird about England is like it's a much smaller country than like say the United mm-hmm. States, but they have so many different accents packed in there. You have Scouse, which is like the Liverpool sure. area. And then like the like London is a different aspect. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's it's crazy how uh, just you could drive like 30 minutes north and people sound completely different.
2: Yeah, It's true. I mean, it, it, Well, again, when I moved from Minneapolis to Grand Forks, North Dakota, I could not understand them. That's mm. just, a, I had never heard anybody talk like that before. Yeah, I know. Like, what language is that? Yeah, I know. What? Uh, whatever. Uh, we have to take a break because we got, and we will talk about sports during the sports segment. What a great idea, don't you think?
3: I'll put yep. that on our run sheet for tomorrow so we yeah. know better time.
2: Yeah, it won't happen again. <laughs> Ah, Good. How about just shut up and let me run the show? How about that action? (laughs) I'll just push some buttons. He puts his hands up. I surrender, man. (laughs) We will be right back, and we will talk about what happened. Um, Is it a good idea to help your teammate out and lose the game? Eh, We'll talk about it. (laughs) You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugarcoated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. And Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor. Call Josh now for a no-obligation 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you get the different uh, point of view for your investments, which is a good thing. Josh knows what the hell he's doing. Call Josh at 952 925 That's 952 925 You'll be glad you did. Investment service is offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security and investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. I'm Tom Bernard, and I am a paid endorser.
5: Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road? or the child that followed. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us.
0: Find Bradshaw and Bryant personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. dot com.
2: Bryant. Yeah, baby. Here's the deal, Mike Lindell. You know Mike Lindell, friend of mine. And my pillow employees want to thank my listeners for all you continue uh, your continued support is what we're talking about all the time on here because you guys are really really good to thank you, they're having an overstock clearance and new product sale right now for the best prices ever when you use promo code TOM and you get free shipping on your entire order. Get 50% off the MyPillow 2.0, get 50% off the brand new flannel sheets that just arrived and won't last long. Six pack towel sets for only $29.98 and take advantage of the free shipping on larger items such as mattresses and mattress toppers. 100% made in the USA, on sale for as low as $99.99. Everything is on sale. From the brand new kitchen towels that have the same technology as the bath towels that actually absorb dog beds, blankets, couch pillows, and so much more to get the best specials ever. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-516-5146. Use promo code TOM and you can get free shipping on your entire order. What do you think of that action? So call 800-516-5146 or go to MyPillow.com and use promo code TOM.
3: This is the Tom Bernard Podcast.
2: It certainly is, ladies and gentlemen. Jo- you know what happened yesterday? I cut a couple of spots, Andy, you know, and I cut a couple, a few spots every week, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see a text from Amy to Andy. Andy, will you cut some of the breaths out? Yeah, you wouldn't want it to sound human. Cut some of the breaths out. How about if I cut your breath out for about five minutes and see how that works, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, John, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just asking a question. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Honest to God. Well, that's why, I'll be honest with you, that comment right there is why I, I even when I was at the queue, I I didn't have a boss. I, I cut my deal outside of the management deal. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine being my boss? It would be the worst job on earth. Ugh.
3: I wish I'd hate my being enemy. my own
2: boss. What's that? I wouldn't wish
3: it on my worst enemy.
2: <laughs> well, there's no question about it. Oh, be, honest to God, I have two bosses in, the, in my life, my mother and my wife. And I can readily and fully admit she is my boss because, you know, she might be a little better looking and a nicer person than me. That's all I'm saying.
3: <laughs> right? right?
2: Right. That's fair, isn't it? All right. Now, Tevin's all fired up about this, uh, this Timberwolf story, which I understand why he would be fired up because I don't, look, I know you want to help your teammate. You don't want to lose the game. What the hell is that? Tevin? What's the deal? Yeah, Judd, what, uh, what's your opinion on the whole Timberwolves,
4: Carl Anthony Towns—they're just hunting for his record rather than beating the woeful Hornets?
6: Um, that was one of the <laughs> most atrocious things I've seen last night because they were up by 13, and they li- they literally stopped doing what they needed to do to win to try to get him more points. And he got 62, but they lost to a team that came into the game with – Nine wins and Chris Finch, their coach, <laughs> post game was not surprisingly very pissed off, and he should have been. I, I mean, that was. Just, I mean, there's. It's incredible that a team that has shown, you know, has made so many strides and has been mature all, all year, uh, played like that. And the other thing too is, you know, the one guy that didn't play last night because of a hamstring problem was Mike Conley. And it appears that when Mike Conley does not play, they revert to being an immature, dumb at times basketball team. And when Conley plays, because he knows what he's doing and he's a point guard, he's able to sort of save them from themselves. But uh, if you're a Timberwolves fan and you're not ticked off by that, because it was just such an atrocious, you know, it's one thing. It's one thing if they weren't trying to get Towns points, right? Or it's one thing that if they lose to a good team, like they did to OKC on Saturday but this was a nine win Charlotte team. And this, this win or this loss by them was a reminder of a lot of bad things from last season.
4: Yeah. Is is it something that you think is potentially to, you know, linger into the season that we have to be worried about when the postseason rolls along, or is this kind of a blip? They should hopefully get it after Finch, you know, cusses them out in practice and, and whatnot. Um,
6: I think they're in big trouble if Mike Conley's out for an extended period of time, which is, you know, at, at his age and a guy who's been hurt before, mm-hmm. I think that's a possibility at some point. Mike Conley has played a ton, which is actually shocking considering his age. Uh, but I really think that he is the straw that stirs the drink because without him, they revert back to this, you know, you know style of basketball. And it wasn't just Towns. It wasn't just trying to get Towns the ball. You know, it's just a complete lack of... Of, a, of any basketball common sense, movement of the ball. It, everything that you're supposed to do, they basically stopped doing. Um, and you just got, and, and, you know, Ant had a weird game. He, he actually statistically was okay, but he wouldn't shoot for like three, two plus quarters. And then when he started to shoot, he wouldn't stop. It was, uh, it was just so disjointed. So very disappointing game last night from, from the Wolves. And I don't blame Chris Finch for being pissed off. I was pissed off, and I watched it at home.
2: So I have a question for you. Who on the court, obviously wasn't the coach, who on the court made the decision to tell his teammates to do what he wanted them to do?
6: Who would have done that? Well, Ant was part of the th- part of the problem because until he started to shoot, finally at some point in the third quarter, he was looking to pass to to Cat every opportunity. Now Finch suppose Finch said he told him at halftime, clean this crap up. Like we gotta, we'll lose right. if we don't. And then they got, but then they got up by thirteen in, in the third quarter, and it was as if they basically said, "Oh, screw that, we'll be fine." But it was just an overall – I think this is where you need a veteran who, who like Conley does, controls the basketball time. And so I don't think it was like one thing of throw Cat the ball. I think it became this, this entire, you know, oh, my God, he's got these points. He's the hot hand. Let's, but then what inevitably happens, is, as Tevin can tell you, is inevitably a team like Charlotte will just start double and triple teaming Cat. Mm-hmm. So he's literally mm-hmm. right. taking just terrible right. shots. He's it's just terrible shots. But at the best, this should be a learning lesson that if you don't grow up and play basketball or sports the right way, um, you're going to get you will get bounced in the playoffs uh, because that it just the stupidity of how they played the game, I think, was the most overwhelming thing. I don't blame one player. I, I blame almost the entire team for this crap.
2: Yeah, that makes sense to me. Now he did not get the record, correct?
6: He got the franchise record. But Joel Embiid of Philadelphia get this, scored seventy last night. And all of this oh, God. And, and all of this came on the eighteenth anniversary of Kobe Bryant's eighty one point game. God. Yeah, and had at seventy.
2: There you go. Seventy points. Yeah, it's incredible. Okay. So the Timberwolves gained nothing about changing the way they played the game.
5: Uh,
6: last night they took a step back that they yes. hopefully will learn from. But yeah, there was 60. I, I would think that they would have preferred Cat score 52 and they win, mm-hmm. right? As opposed to him scoring 62 and they lose again to a team that came into the game with nine wins.
2: Yeah, I, it's that's pretty amazing. I I know that I like if people, you know, I'm kind of like the my name's on the on the docket so it's kind of like, like i'm in charge like so when you your players like open with sports when you do sports seven minutes later anyway w- wouldn't that upset you
6: um no because <laughs> tevin's so pissed off he can't see straight this morning and i don't blame him
2: tough titty we had six minutes to wait we got it <laughs> six Oh, look minutes. at all he's got a crabby look in his face a big baby Hanging out? I'll <laughs> just hang out. <laughs> who, who isn't? I think we are all just hanging out. There's no question about it. Um, so what else going on in sports? Anything good? Uh, that's, well, that, that's, <laughs> that's the most, how can I put this
6: nicely? That's the most noteworthy thing uh, yeah. in, in, in sports. Um, that's pro- That's probably the talker because of this. The Wolves right now are the only really exciting thing in town. The, the yeah. hockey team, yep. the Wild is so up and down. Yep. Uh, the, twi- the Twins haven't done squat. No. Uh, tw- twins Fest is this weekend, and I'm not quite sure what, what they're going to excite us with, but they haven't done a darn thing. On the and, Twins, are we expecting yep. a big announcement today regarding Mr. Maurer? Oh, that's right. Thank you very much. The Hall of Fame, yeah. The Hall of Fame, uh, it's going to be announced at 5 o'clock today, and it is looking like Joe will make the Hall of Fame. I'm well, sorry, age I, I became so frustrated <laughs> by the lack of movement that I completely forgot about the feel-good story. There's a lot of fans here, it feels like, who are like, Joe Mauer shouldn't get, get in the Hall of Fame, especially Why? on the first ballot. He's a Hall of Fame catcher. He won yes. the titles. titles. Yeah.
4: Is it tainted just because of the contract that he was given kind of at the uh, end of his career?
6: But it was, but he got that contract in, what, 2010? And if, if a Twins – here's what I've never gotten about that. Fans got pissed off about the contract, but the reality is if the Twins had let him walk, like oh. if he had gone to Boston, right, mm-hmm. fans would have torched the pole ads. Yeah. <laughs> I've never understood the Mauer thing. For a town that ordinarily I, I think is pretty doggone easy on players and executives, I've never understood this vitriol towards a kid from St. Paul. Yeah who you know if nothing else is sort of a melt toast type of guy but my god it's it was it was as if he robbed the twins of the money like he walked in there <laughs> with a gun and robbed them you would have thought this was the most <laughs>
2: egregious thing ever i what what's their argument that he shouldn't get in i don't understand wh- why are they argue in the point i think they thought
6: i think there's a, a segment of the fan base that thought one he was going to hit for more power which he just did not like he, mm-hmm. he, but he was. And also, the injuries frustrated fans. And then the twins screwed him in was that what 2012 or 13 or so when they came up with that term, bilateral leg weakness? Absolutely. And fans took that out on Joe. Joe didn't come up with that term, the twins did. That was the twins' fault. But and, and he moved to first base and had concussion or had had concussion problems, and he was not the same player. But my whole thing has been, you're correct. But if he had retired, if if the concussions had forced him out, right, he would have been forced out from catching with three batting titles. I don't think any other American League catcher in the history of the American League has a batting title, and there's like Mm -hmm. one. There was like one in the 1930s in the National League. He's a Hall of Fame catcher. Yeah,
2: I don't understand the argument here. I don't know Joe Maurer. I've never met him. I met his brothers. Not that we're friends or anything, Said hello to him. That's about it. I don't know Joe Mauer, but you look at the stats. The guy's a Hall of Famer. I, I, where's the argument here? I just it's very
6: it's very bizarre. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen a player who who, as far as personality goes, like didn't have two things to say be so polarizing. Like Randy Moss. <laughs> yeah. Randy Moss was polarizing, but he was polarizing. Mm-hmm. So the the weird thing with Joe is. For the most part, he put up unbelievable stats while catching. He suffered concussion problems, which we have seen derail many a career. Morneau
2: is a perfect example there.
6: And we somehow got all ticked off at Joe.
2: It's a very weird thing. I couldn't agree more. Like I said, he's not a big talker. I, he was not, you know, he's not like I'm not going to talk to you. He didn't talk to anybody. Right? He's just a quiet well and he it's didn't do guy. it. Yeah, I was going to say and he didn't do it out of
6: protest. He no. was just a he just didn't have a lot to say, which is okay, that, you know. But that certainly doesn't make a guy n- none of the things I brought up m- make you worthy of being ignored as a Hall of Famer because you didn't like the fact that he got hurt. Well, unfortunately, he did. And and the voters who do do this now b- because it's it's changed clearly through through years of attrition, Tom, um they don't the first year ballot is not nearly as sacred so it used to be like really, like Maze and Aaron you know and there it is like you can't go in on the first ballot or whatever or or no I'm uh, no their their whole whole thing was we're not gonna make you unanimous because there were certain people that didn't that would not vote for you on your first year of eligibility Mm -hmm. well a, a lot of things have changed
2: I was just sent an email that shows the lack of compassion from Tom Bernard show listeners. You ready? Oh, no. Yeah. Let's hear it. A couple of minutes. Could you ask Chris Eggert if he's got singular leg weakness? That's real nice. Oh, wow. Jesus. That's really sweet. Thanks for sending that in, by my... the way. I bet he laughs. I don't know if I'm going to ask him. I, I bet I... he laughs if you do ask him.
6: I'm, I'm putting money on he
2: laughs. I, I think the world of Chris Hecker. I just love that guy. Oh, he's the greatest guy. He, he's come in and do the family podcast, you know, and he literally would take his leg off and lean it in the corner. It was like, what are do you doing? <laughs> No, he's, but yeah, it's it's a nice email to send through, don't you think, taking a shot at a person on the show. (laughs) Wow. But what the hell, it's just, it all works out in the end. So you don't see (laughs) the Vikings doing anything, the Twins aren't doing anything, the Wilds not doing anything, the Timberwolves are throwing a game away when they shouldn't be throwing a game away. What's going right? Anything going right in the state? Oh boy, sports-wise, yeah. uh, yes, yes. You know what? I've got got one. In
6: 1991, the Twins won the World Series championship. Tom. Yes, they did. That's what's going right. In 1991, let's just go back a couple of years and we'll find it.
2: No question about it. Um, and I only, only got, <laughs> we only got about a minute here, but I, and some people get pissed off me. It's, I'm not talking about the average citizen in Minnesota. I love Minnesotans; they're wonderful people. But the people in charge in Minnesota. The fact that Joe Maurer didn't need them to become a most valuable player and make it in the Hall of Fame, they don't like that. Minnesota leadership is very touchy. Unless we helped you, it doesn't count. I mean, they have to get credit for it or they get very pissed off. Isn't that weird? Yeah, but what's weird is he played here, like, I,
6: I would have seen I would have seen it being a problem if in 2010 or so he had left for, like, let's say, Boston, right? Yeah, yep. And then had success there. You know that would have pissed us off to no end. We, we, sure. we wouldn't have handled that well. But, yeah, I've just never seen such a quiet guy become such a lightning rod.
2: I couldn't agree more, but that's the whole deal. He didn't need anyone else's help. Yeah, he well. knew what he could do, and he did it very, very well. I think the guy was a great player. I don't know him. Uh, You know, I said hello to him once. No, I actually didn't. His brothers, he wasn't there. But one of the best hitters I've ever seen, he and Rod Carew are right up there, man. No question. No question. you know what this is? It's our lack of security, Tom Bernard. That's what it is. That's exactly what it is. Like, could you let the guy just leave him alone? That's the way he does things. He's not pissing on you. It's the way he does things. You know, some people make it without help because it's the way they do things. Calm down right amen exactly. what else right. any good closing news in sports oh i think you know what i think
6: the Maurer thing ultimately because i do do think he is going to go in i think that's it
2: i think that's the good yeah. news yep and what time will we know that you guys do you know that um five o'clock five o'clock time. okay yep it's going to be announced now right there is a good example of teamwork judd, really- judd did it with his voice And AJ went. (laughs) I gotta turn my hand so you can see it. There it is. For the visual audience, the
3: quarterback. Judd, do you know if they still do like on MLB Network the like they live stream the reactions of the guys getting the call of if they do or not? Because I remember Larry Walker in his last year of eligibility on the ballot was he got the call that hey you're in the hall, and he's wearing a leather SpongeBob SquarePants jacket. And it was the most like fever dream moment I remember in recent baseball history. Just the most absurd thing. I don't know on on that.
6: I'm I'm sure that they ask the players, but my guess is that they have to allow it. Okay. And I'm curious. I mean, I'm guessing that they will have have some type of stream of the mowers but i'm not positive there but yes larry was a character and you know what a
2: great canadian too
6: no surprise i'm sure that there were a few molsons and labats involved in his election you know
2: what's great about what you guys just did and you didn't even know it you were very nice to a friend of mine i've known larry walker for years really oh god yeah i've known larry walker for he was still playing back in the days uh a hell of a good guy. The guy's got a side to him that some people find abrasive. He's a very big man, first of all. Do, you, do people know how big Larry Walker is?
3: Oh, he's built like a, like a brick
2: house. He, he absolutely is. He's <laughs> one of the nicest guys you'd ever want to be. But <laughs> to change the not only is he nice, but also tell your face, you know what, you're a pain in the ass, leave me alone. <laughs> he's like that, too. He's very honest. So, so yeah. you know Larry Walker, but you've never
6: met Maurer?
2: Never met Maurer, but I used to play golf with Larry Walker all the time. And really? one time, yeah, we were out at Spring Hill one time, wonderful golf course. We are at Spring Hill one time, and Larry hit his tee shot and pushed it to the right out of bounds. And I went, God, that's one of the worst shots I've ever seen by a professional athlete. And, of course, God paid me back because I hit my ball the exact same place he is. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, ladies and gentlemen. No, Larry I haven't seen Larry now in a couple of years because he, he he and I used to get together on uh vacations and stuff like that, but now he vacations, I don't know where the hell he he goes some damn place somewhere in Central America or something. I don't, he's wow. he's an interesting cat from Canada to the United States to I don't know if it's what's that what's that joint called out there in the California Peninsula? Oh, what that you know the town there. What the hell's that called again? Mm-hmm. I, no, 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 sure. It doesn't, doesn't matter, sure. but in any case, yeah, Larry's a good guy. I'm glad you brought him up because uh, he deserves it, and he should have been in, and he's the Hall of Famer, and, uh-huh. and he also laughed in my face when I pushed the ball exactly <laughs> where he pushed it. So I'd like to say thank you for joining us today, Judd, and now I have that miserable feeling again about making fun of someone and then God paying me back. Well, that's what happens sometimes. <laughs> it, it happens true. to us all, man. You know what I should do is drag Larry in and maybe do the show one day. Maybe yeah, I'll do hell yeah, that. I'd love to. I'd love to God. talk to Larry Walker. Maybe I'll, 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 I'll give him a buzz today and see what the hell he's up to. I don't even know where he is now. Like I said, I haven't seen him in a couple of years now, but I can track him down. Thank right. you, Judd. Talk to you all tomorrow. We certainly look forward to it. Judd Zolgad, Score North, ladies and gentlemen, take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes. Chris Eggert will join us at that point. Every new year is a chance for a fresh start. And the most profitable start you can make in 2024 is to take advantage of the business opportunities in Sioux Falls. Make 2024 your year to discover the benefits of Sioux Falls. We're hearing from Minnesota companies considering expanding or relocating to the Sioux Falls area. As I said before, Catherine and I are going to go down to Sioux Falls this summer and uh, look to buy a cabin maybe. We kind of like to do that. We love that area anyway. A lot of lakes that people don't know about. Minnesota business people are excited about our short uh, commutes, safe streets, quality of life excellence. We've got the details at SiouxFallsDevelopment.com. In Sioux Falls, you'll discover a friendly pro-business attitude, along with a productive, growing workforce, no personal or corporate state income tax, low workers' comp rates, and a lot less red tape. We've got great people, affordable buildings and sites ready and waiting for your expansion plans. It says easy in a decision it really is, it's an easy decision once you look at the advantages of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. 2024 is a time to make your move to Sioux Falls. Visit SiouxFallsDevelopment.com.
5: Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as painless
3: to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998.
5: When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same
2: level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business, for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. elevated water that doesn't use chemicals or soaps that smell like a janitor's closet like other cleaning services. How about a Tom Bernard deal? Well, here it is. Get three rooms, Zero Resified, starting at $129, and don't forget your air ducts. Mention me, and they'll discount your air vents by $75, too. This is for the entire month, so call them right now, 952-Zero-Res, backward or forwarded, spells the same, or book online, zeroresminnesota.com. If it's available, ask for them to come to your place in the Tom Bernard named Service Truck. What an honor that was, by the way. Just mention me by name and get the special deal to get your home clean and your heart happy. Zero Res carpet. You're listening to the Tom Bernard Podcast. We are listening, ladies and gentlemen. Tevin's here. AJ's here. Tom's here. And Chris Eggert, Mr. News, is with us. What up? What?
7: I, I what missed up? something Hold me. earlier. <laughs> I just happened to fire up the computer, and I heard something you guys are talking about with Judd, and I, I, I didn't catch what that was about
2: um uh, uh, well i'm glad you caught the end of it we we're just talking about what a horseshit attitude you have on the show and sure. there. funny <laughs> <One laughs> he... i get that
7: everywhere not just
2: on <laughs> yeah there you go that's exactly it no we we're just talking about the twins made up the term bilateral leg weakness that joe mauer did not make that up a doctor didn't come up but apparently the twins doctors or organization came up with the term bilateral leg weakness and so then a guy sent me an email asking about what your title would be having the, the one gam. <laughs> Bilateral
7: leg weakness. Uh, that sounds like the same thing that Joe Maurer had. Yeah. <laughs>
2: exactly.
7: Joe and I are often mentioned in the same breath as two great athletes. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're a lot
2: better looking than him, but other than that, you know, right? Yeah.
4: Chris just has a few less votes for the Hall of Fame. A couple
3: yeah. less yeah. votes,
2: a couple that close. Less
3: million in the bank. <laughs> uh, but to- couple... together, you guys have three batting titles. So
2: That is true. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's a very because
3: That point. was the
7: term that they were using when everyone was all hot and bothered because he was out a lot, right? Like he mm-hmm. wasn't playing a lot. And so that was one of the terms that they were throwing around at the time. Was that the, the context on that, Tom?
2: I think pretty much what the situation. They just made it a bilateral leg weakness, which means nothing. It doesn't mean anything. Bilateral means something, and leg weakness means something, but not together. I don't know who the hell came up. Whatever. But, look, what we're trying to do is um, Tevin and AJ and I were looking through a a list of of the teams in town and trying to figure out which one could lose more games because pretty much every team in this town sucks right now.
7: Well, the Timberwolves are so promising on one day, and then (laughs) they're so not promising the next day. I mean, anytime somebody scores 62 points, that's never really generally a great thing because that means the scoring's not being divvied up all around. And I'm sure Judd talked about it, but that was, yeah.
2: Exactly. Well, I did that once when I was working at the Q. I said, I've got to shoot a 92. I'd I'd like to shoot better, but if I shoot a 92 and – honor my morning show. Yeah. I'd, I'd be very happy. So I did that many, many times. Look at you! Two shots over bogey, but you know, <laughs> that's not hey, really very yeah. good. I die for a 92. I don't think
7: I, I, I might be able to get that on three holes.
4: Yeah.
2: Mini. Golf. Really? I like that. 31, 31 stroke. What'd you have there? A 31.
7: That's seriously, that's <laughs> about where my golf was.
2: I haven't played golf in six years now. So when I go back, it's going to be real beautiful. It's going to be gorgeous.
7: You never know. You might just pick it back up and be like, boom.
2: Yeah, so well, it's never, no, that's true. That, that is Sometimes
7: true. people do golf better after taking a break because they forget the the things that they were doing that were, you know, like the bad habits you pick up and you sort of mm-hmm. some body movement and hip swing or whatever that might be. And then you pick it back up again. You're like, oh, that's gone now. But
2: I, I played golf with a woman one time. This is many, many years, probably 15 years ago and she was wearing a skirt and she only had one leg and she had the artificial limb that woman could play golf like there's no bit and it was her right leg and she was right-handed so she would have to rotate her weight back onto her artificial limb and then forward again but she told me she was such a good golfer because it stabilized her swing does that make sense (laughs) oh here we go right there on the show live ladies and gentlemen (laughs)
7: Yeah, I guess I can see that.
2: See look at that.
7: I can I can see that because your your I mean your leg, your leg with the prosthetic on it kind of just has to be planted there. Like that thing's Absol- not going anywhere. Right. Yeah, that I mean that does make some sense. I would guess it yep. maybe give her a little more consistency.
2: That's exactly what she said. She became consistent. That gave her a lot of confidence and she became a very very good golfer.
7: More people should get their legs chopped off.
2: A.J., could you do it for tomorrow's show? Yeah, We'll I just, have somebody come in and cut your be, leg off. That,
3: that'd be insane
7: It has so many time.
3: advantages. There's <laughs> another one. Oh, my God. I mean, you know, <laughs> I have been looking to lose about 15, 20 pounds, so why not?
7: <laughs> well, the thing is with that, A.J., the prosthetic weighs about the Love same. It. So technically when you weigh yourself, oh. it's a wash. So there's
3: no, there's no upside.
4: <laughs> no, just a I better mean, golf. I mean, the
7: upside score. is you become really good at golf.
3: Yeah. Chris, I had a I had a friend I grew up with. Her brother was an amputee and didn't have a leg. And yeah. the first time um, I ever met him, he did this thing where you know just sitting around and uh, you know, hey, how's it going, blah blah blah. And he was like, yeah, you know, uh, we're we're doing whatever I was so nonchalantly. And then just out of nowhere, seemed like a cool, calm, collected guy, snapped just. God, I'm so mad at myself. Uh, grabbed a screwdriver because we were in the garage, <laughs> kicked his leg up on like the wood shop table and just stabbed his prostate. Oh. And, and, and me, and my buddy's like, What are you doing? And then, he, and then he's like, <laughs> I, uh, I just don't have a leg. But relax, yeah. guys. Just, <laughs> I saw him do that maybe 20 times to di- 20 different people. Just, he was the best gag of all time.
2: <laughs> Stab his leg.
7: You know, that's, pretty, that's pretty good. The, the best one I did was right after it happened. Um, we went down to Gulf Shores, Alabama to visit my um, folks who winter down there. Mm -hmm. And we're on the beach. And I had the kids, I got in the sand and then I had the kids like hide my leg behind one of the lawn chairs or something. (laughs) And so then I, I like laid there halfway in the water. So the leg kind of looked like it was I kind of hit it in the sand and then I lifted it up and I'm like, oh my God. Like, you
2: know, they have alligators here. What
7: happened to my leg? That was...
2: No blood or anything, though. That's no, the great
7: But it was remotely entertaining for us <laughs>
2: I would like it. I would have enjoyed that. There's no question. Well, it wasn't about that.
7: entertaining. is like the kids had to like pick me up and roll me into the water because I couldn't take my prosthetic in there. So I was like, it's like, <laughs> like one-legged whale or seal that was getting rolled into the water. But whatever.
2: You know what's so great about amputees, and I'm very serious about this. I'm not just throwing it out there. Uh, there was a friend of mine's uncle in North Minneapolis lost his right arm. Right. So every time he you pissed him off, he would do this. He'd go. Like that, right? He'd turn his shoulder that didn't have an arm to you. And I go, What are you doing? He goes, I'm giving you the finger. <laughs> 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 I thought it was wonderful. Phantom
7: <laughs> finger.
4: <laughs> uh Chris, real quick, because I know you gotta go yeah. soon. Did yeah. do you have any information on the RPG? That was found in Minneapolis in like this you know, big. I, I told sting. that as a story. What?
7: That what? a story to tell you guys about today. Hennepin County Sheriff says they discovered a rocket prop a rocket propelled grenade. I mean, it, it's oh like it. It looks like something you'd see that somebody picked up off the side of the road in, you know, Gaza or something. Yeah. Uh, it, it, um, no context. They said they also found several guns and narcotics but they also said it was disabled, so it wasn't live. Okay. Um, So maybe somebody just had it, like, as a prop or something that they just bought, like, Mm -hmm. to be cool. But I don't know. We had the story, but we had zero context about, like, where it came from, which I also thought it was kind of weird for them to even throw the story out there in the universe without giving any more information about what the backstory was.
4: Yeah, because you hear, you know, oftentimes people that maybe were in the military, they bring back like the shell of a grenade that's not live and things like that. But so, but yeah, just to have an RPG seemed a little extreme.
7: I'm wondering if
4: that's
7: that's not the case. Like somebody just had it as a a prop or something Mm -hmm. to sit on the counter and, you know, sit on the bar and look cool. I don't know, though. I'd like to find out, because I, that, I, that was the like biggest question I had this morning after the story. I'm like, well, what, what the hell did they show us this for if they're not going to tell us?
2: <laughs> like, yeah, was the guy well,
7: going to go throw it at a building? Or, you know, what was going to happen with it?
2: But, mm-hmm. anyway. It all works out in the end. I want to play golf with you this summer. That'd be fun. And I think you could, because it's your right leg that you lost, right?
7: Yeah. No, left leg. So that's What's the left the, leg? That would, your, the, that would be the plant leg. So. so?
2: Are you so, Oh, you're left-handed?
7: No, so if you were...
2: Yes, we just wanted to see the demonstration. Again. Here we go.
7: So you put all the, you put all the weight on the, on the left leg. Yes. It, yeah, and then you'd hit like that, so...
2: Oh, I like... So we got to play golf. What, the four of us can play golf this summer. Oh what God. do you think?
7: I hope you guys are ready for a long day because I'm freaking terrible. I play like once every three years for a charity Who thing, cares. and that's about it. So. You're just getting your money's worth. You're playing more than the rest of us. Yeah. So. I'm I'm pretty good at drinking beverages while we're golfing. No.
2: No, really? Are you sure?
7: I I know. It seems crazy.
2: It does seem crazy. There's no question about it. But no, I would love to do that. The four of us will go play golf over at Golden Valley. It'll be wonderful. That'd be fun. All right. We'll get it on the docket because what the hell? The show's over by
7: At this rate, the weather's going to be like springtime in about a week anyway. So we could probably just play in a couple weeks.
2: It's going to be in the mid-30s, isn't it?
7: (laughs) I think I'm hearing like,
3: like,
2: yeah, almost 40. Yeah. I think forty is really?
7: even 41 higher than that. Our our guys aren't quite going there yet, but there's a, a meteorologist for the national weather service out in Chan Hassan. Who's he always says things on Twitter that are a little edgy. Mm-hmm. Um, he was <laughs> talking. Yeah, I know what edgy, edgy. weather takes. The bad boy, um, the I meteorology. He, scene. he was talking about like 50, 60 degrees.
4: Damn. Ooh. What? <laughs> So, yeah. I mean, now they have to cancel all those winter events that they reschedule, Like,
7: further out, like, maybe ap- like after the first week of February in that in that range. But that was just him. That's not what the 5 Eyewitness News weather authority is for. Yes. Supporting. I want you to get in Barlow's face. Get in his
3: grill. You know, poke him on
2: the you chest. Know, give you a 60 number.
7: He doesn't throw that kind of crap out there, nilly-willy, or willy-nilly, without, like... Or
2: nilly-willy, either or way. Or
7: nilly-willy, or whatever. He usually... <laughs> You know, holds <laughs> on to it for a little bit because it, the, the stuff changes a billion times by the time the date actually gets here. So
2: right. he's a good guy, Ken he Barlow. He's a good guy. Those liked him. All right, Han We'll talk to you tomorrow.
1: Bye.
2: Take it easy, Chris Eggert, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Chris Eggert News, Channel is Chris Eggert, brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free forty-eight minute evaluation at nine five two nine two five five six zero eight. We'll take a break. Be right back. Continue things right after this. You know the song Kokomo? It's supposed to be off the Florida Keys, right? Hate to break your Beach Boys bubble, but that's a fictitious place they made up for the song. Fortunately for the rest of us, the Florida Keys island chain are as real as the taxes you have to pay in Minnesota if you're a resident. Now that's a reason to move south. In addition to Florida and all of Monroe County being beautiful, the Keys from Key Largo to Key West are even more beautiful. This is Tom Bernard, part-time Florida resident myself. And if you want a second house or a new retirement home or want to become a Floridian, may I suggest you contact Matt Carlson from One Key West Realty. Matt grew up in Litchfield. He's a super real estate agent when it comes to finding your tropical island space in the Keys. He lives there and here, and Matt knows what's best in Key West to buy. For your second home in Florida, Matt teamed up with fellow Minnesotan from Sartell and Alexandria, Kristen Eklund, who's one of the top mortgage brokers in the country from coast-to-coast mortgage. She'll get you the financing you need to buy a home in Florida or in Minnesota. Matt's part of the Lake Sotheby's International Realty Group here in Minnesota, and Kristen, his mortgage colleague, lives and works in the Keys, so they both know the Florida Keys' new and existing homes for sale and are Minnesotan through and through. Contact them by heading to one Key West. That's one KeyWest.com.
5: Is that texture sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that texture sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that texture sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us.
0: Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with Mike
2: Bryant on your side, seeking justice for It's a new year. Why not treat yourself to a new gun from KL Surplus and Ammo? I personally know Jim, the owner, and I'm not making that up. He's a great guy. He's been, first of all, I don't do commercials for people I don't like. So there you go. But Jim, yeah, Jim's a great guy. He's been in the firearms business for over 15 years and knows how to set you up with the perfect firearm for your needs. KL offers one of the widest selection of firearms in the region, including Beretta shotguns, Antica rifles. Uh, high school trap teams are starting to form now and KNL has a great selection of SKB shotguns. KNL has Tika and SKB both in right and left-hand models. KNL also has a broad range of ammunition including both American and European calibers. If you have a collection of guns that you'd like to sell, call Jim at KNL so he can help you get the best price through his network. KL Surplus and Ammo is on Lake Drive in Atlanta Lakes and open Tuesday through Saturday. You can also visit them online, www.klgunstore.com.
1: This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. The number to call is 763 571 2410. That's 763 571 2410. Or visit bialkeelaw.com. That's b i a l k e law.com. You're listening to the Tom Bernard Podcast.
2: I'm we rocking out while we are listening to the Tom Bernard Podcast by going, D what is that mm-hmm. little guitar? I don't guitar that,
4: work. Yeah, a little guitar riff. It makes me want to learn to play guitar. Like, start playing Guitar Hero again. Oh my
3: god, Guitar Hero! Tom, have you ever I, played Guitar Hero?
4: No, I never have.
3: Oh god, I it's bet fun. I bet you the kids would, uh, the grandkids would love it. Oh
4: yeah, I, I feel like you would. Pro- it probably be annoyed, because you were in a band and like you were like can actually play instruments, <laughs> and so I feel like mm-hmm. you would be annoyed. But yeah, it was a fun. It took a, It was a cultural movement back mm-hmm. in the day. Yeah.
2: I remember hearing a lot about it back in the day, as you said. Uh, it was very, very popular. It, does it still have some popularity, or did it kind of? Fade? Oh
4: no, it was. It had a good run, but it's kind of dead and gone now. Yeah, I no, feel like is.
3: I feel like if they maybe like re, remade one, there'd be hype around it. But it's just like, you yeah. know, it's it's more yeah. like a Dave and Buster's type game now. Mm-hmm. That makes sense.
5: Yeah,
2: well, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. It absolutely it does. I just realized something today. I learned something today that I never knew before. That. When I want to get rid of both of you and just sign off during the breaks and all that stuff, mm-hmm. I can't do it because you'll know I've done it because my space on the, on the board when we're on shifts. AJ and I shift positions <laughs> so he would know every time I just didn't want to hear him yapping and turned it off. <laughs> Why is it, how is that fair? You should not be able to know that I did that, but no, I just, uh, I I went and found the Anson Williams and Jeffrey Sitko interview that's coming up in about, oh geez, about eight minutes, something like that. Mm -hmm. That'd be kind of cool. Okay. So we've, we've pretty much covered sports and how much they suck right now in Minnesota, (laughs) which is getting really old. I got to be honest with you. I mean, Mm -hmm. the Timberwolves are good, but they shouldn't, I don't know, get them the, get them the number, but win the game. You got to win the game first. But didn't you say Tevin that they were up by 13 in the third quarter? Yeah, I believe they were up by like 13
4: in the third quarter and then yeah, they kind of helped Cat actually get the record. I thought he was one shy, but he actually got the, got oh, he the did franchise get record. Yeah, so
2: but oh, it was okay. know, it was just an embarrassing look for for the Wolves yep. that's for certain. I agree. Um this is kind of interesting. You know, once in a while, uh, the Complete Sheet, which is a news service that comes out, what is that, out of California? Uh, Anybody we, know? I think so. That, sounds that would make right. sense, because it's entertainment-based. Yeah. yeah, I would guess that it's out of Los Angeles. They always have these titles on there, that I look at it and I go, now, now here are a couple. Which would you rather hear about? Normal names that are going to be extinct, including Johnny and Amanda, and other names, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tevin, I don't think you have to worry about it. I think no, you're okay. No, I, you're you're good. I don't think my not
4: enough people are named Tevin for my name to officially go extinct. It's, <laughs> it's like me and two. It could though.
2: Yeah. It could go extinct. You just never know. And then the other headline I really like is <laughs> ten horrible hygiene habits that are way too <laughs> common. Well, remember what uh, Fred Sanford said? Yeah. Was it uh, wash your ass? Yeah, wash well, your ass. Get about that bed and wash your ass, girl. <laughs> <laughs> You think that might be one of them? Is that what you're saying? Okay, do you want to do one, both? Which one do you want first, if we do both? Let's, let's do the hygiene. Yeah, I
3: want to hear that one, one especially if okay, we hi- shorter on time. I, yep.
2: See, I couldn't agree more with you guys. The hygiene one took the top spot. It's fun to occasionally remember how gross we all are, so here's another reminder. Someone asked people to name hygiene mistakes that are way too common. Now, do I go from the bottom up to one? So there's eight to one or one to eight, or does it not matter?
4: I don't know if it matters, but let's go 8 to 1 just for fun.
2: Okay. Flushing with the toilet lid up. It sprays tiny droplets. Oh, so, yeah, you put the lid Mm -hmm. down. Most people don't do that, though. No, no.
4: Too
3: much work.
2: Wouldn't you say 95% of people do not put the lid down when they're flushing the toilet?
4: Probably. And there was a big MythBusters thing where they did an
2: experiment, and it just sprays (laughs) waste everywhere. (laughs) That's not good news. Okay, so they they have a point there. You should mm. close the lid when you flush the toilet. Correct. And it might be a good idea to take that little scrub brush and cleaner out once in a while, too, if you're having people over. Yeah, Just a thought. Th-
4: the blue cleaner, throw some of that in there. You know?
2: <laughs> throw, throw that in there. Number seven, not washing your sheets and pillowcases enough. The pillows themselves get gross, too. Well, how, isn't that a weekly thing? You wash your linens weekly, don't you? Yeah, I would say that's
4: probably a good amount, weekly, depending on... Yeah,
3: that's probably the ideal one.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Change your pillows every once in a while, yeah.
2: Okay, here's one that... Oh, go ahead.
3: Oh, no, I was just laughing.
2: Oh, I thought you said... (laughs) Well, um, I am guilty of the next one. I've never done it in my entire life. Number six, never cleaning door handles. You clean your door handles?
3: You you know what? I was actually thinking about this, because that... Really? Our um, our dog has like a, w- adopted, so wasn't super house trained and like has accidents in the house. But like when we leave for the day, mm-hmm. um, we have, we shut the doors just so, you know, it's like a, a mm-hmm. confined space. We don't want them roaming around. So I've noticed that like the bathroom door handle specifically, like, and I think it's just because like that's where there's like lotion and stuff, but I can tell it's not like the other one. So I mm-hmm. think I might start wiping that
4: one down. Yeah. I'm gonna add that to the list. Okay.
3: Yeah, especially I think, especially the the bathroom door handle is probably the most notable one.
2: There you have it, number five. Not scrubbing your ass crack. All that, why wouldn't you do that? Of, I mean, oh, if you're gonna take a shower, wouldn't you hose out your butt?
4: Of all the places not I to wash. I know.
2: Watch. <laughs> I know. It's like What? Why wouldn't you do that? That's bad stuff that passes through there. Uh, number four, being a shoes-on household. Oh, boy, there were some, when I was a kid, if you didn't take your shoes off, particularly at Italian houses, I learned that, and maybe it's just in my neighborhood, but the Italians did not want you wearing your shoes in their house, which makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Track, tracking stuff in and all that stuff. Yeah,
3: I don't understand how people can, like, live in their house without taking their shoes off. Like That's one of my favorite parts of the day is taking my shoes off. And yeah. Especially – Taking yep. the socks off after a long – oh, you know those little like imprint lines where the, yep. at the top. Oh god, just take it all off. Let the, what if it's funky? Oh well, that's why you got to air them out. You got to let the dogs <laughs> bark. The
2: dogs bark. You got to air them Whoa. out, baby. Uh, this one I don't know, but this just seems like a. Nat- you don't clean your belly button? Of course you do. Why don't you, you, right now, wash your ass crack. Do your belly button, and wash your feet. You're, if you're at work, go to the bathroom and wipe it all out right now. <laughs> right now, get in there and hose it out. Uh, just rinsing your hands in the bathroom. You no, know you gotta use soap. Right. I had a I had a teammate in college that his philosophy was if he
4: peed, he didn't wash his hands, but if oh. he pooped, he would.
3: No, 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 no. Also no offense to the people that are also in this building here where we are. Mm -hmm. I have way too many times, like, on my way out or, like, possibly in the morning when people are kind of just starting the day, I'll go to the restroom and I'll use it. But I'll notice, like, somebody maybe comes out of the stall and just, like, doesn't hit the, the wash like wow, or, yeah. or no. like yep. you're disgusting. Yep. You're absolutely disgusting. You're a grown adult. You should you should have to go to like a class or something at that point.
2: <laughs> I agree. hundred percent. The the number one one is boring. Never cleaning your phone or your keys. I I have never cleaned my keys in my life. I cleaned my phone, but not my keys. I've never cleaned my keys
3: either, and that's uh yeah, concerning I because keys. I don't know if you guys have this move, but like you know, I'll get home or whatever and I've got stuff in my hands. We have, like, the screen door almost, so you mm-hmm. got. I put the key in my mouth, and I bite down yep. on that, and I open oh. it, and then I, so uh, I don't want to, I didn't want to hear that one. Maybe I need no, you don't want to hear
2: that one. You're right. You're fine. Where, where's your key going that you have filth on it anyway?
3: Well, I use that to clean my belly button now too. So. <laughs> oh, that's right. Never mind.
2: And your ass crack too. You yeah. scrub it right out. Wonderful. Let's take a break, shall we, and come right back. Anson Williams and Jeffrey Sitcove promoting Doors of Change, an organization to help 4.2 million homeless youth across the United States. I had no idea, 4.2 million homeless youth. We'll talk to them right after this. soaps that smell like a janitor's closet like other cleaning services how about a tom bernard deal well here it is get three rooms zero resified starting at 129 bucks and don't forget your air ducts mention me and they'll discount your air vents by 75 bucks too this is for the entire month so call them right now 9520 res backward or forwarded spells the same or book online zero res minnesota.com if it's available ask for them to come to your place in the tom bernard name service truck what an honor that was by the way just mention me by name and get the special deal to get. get. Get your home clean and your heart happy. Zero Res Carpet Care. Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company? Here's Landon and Gavin Miller of D&B Plating. I've always
4: been impressed with their speed of answers to our questions uh, and that has allowed us to expand and capitalize on opportunities in the market. North American Banking Company has never made us feel like a number. They've always treated us as a partner.
2: For more information about North American Banking Company, go to nabankco.com or stop by any one of their Twin Cities locations. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful. Someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you josh arnold josh gives you straight talk not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions and josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments do yourself a favor and call josh now for a no obligation 48 minute evaluation you've got nothing to lose and you'll get a different point of view for your investments call josh at nine five two nine two five five six oh eight that is nine five two nine two five five six oh eight you'll be glad that you did and tell him his his guy Tom sent you investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's
1: and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. The Tom Bernard Show is proud to have partners like North American Banking Company, Bradshaw and Bryant, and
0: attorney and advertiser Dave Bielke. I've been advertising on Tom Bernard shows
6: for years. I like Tom, not just because he's a good guy, but because the ads I run on his show bring me new clients that are hurt at work and need legal help. Tommy B. works for me.
3: If you'd like to find out more about growing your business with the Tom Bernard Show, go to TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. This is the Tom Bernard
2: Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Let me know when Anson and Jeffrey are ready to go. And
4: actually, Tom, so
2: I can't read. Um, The email that they sent me
4: was the... To, well, Tuesday, January twenty third is actually getting moved to February twenty third. So the email from February twenty third. Yeah, yeah, so they're they're running about thirty days late, and we're going to get them on on February twenty third. Okay, 23rd. let's
2: let's uh, read those things through a couple of yeah, times so. because I had to leave the show in order to print this out because of you.
4: Well, now Look we know in the future that we. <laughs> But I don't
2: trust what you tell me. That's what we're going to do. Yeah, the- well, here, he why don't I hold on to this for a month? I'll put it
4: right over here. There you go. We're just uh, <laughs> extra He's prepared just for February 23rd. Because he, norm- <laughs> he normally puts the date in. So I saw the date in, and then when I I
2: just <laughs> no, no, overlooked no, no, that no it was whatever changed. So I thought okay. My bad. You, you want to know the
3: good news, though? What's that? You want to know the good news?
2: Yes, I'd love to hear the good news.
3: We now have time to talk about the names that are going to go extinct.
2: They're going to what? The, that is, the other yeah, story
3: with the, with the names going extinct.
2: Oh, the names going extinct. Oh, you want to do that one?
3: Yeah,
5: now yeah, that we not? have time. I thought all we were right, going to have time. Well,
2: oh, now we have time. In other words, he blew it, gives us time. Is that what you're saying? Yeah,
3: I'm just an opportunistic guy. I'm looking for silver <laughs> lining things. That's all.
2: <laughs> a, I'm just a happy man, Tom. That's all there is to it. Okay, normal names that are going extinct include Johnny and Amanda. I know several Johnnies, and I know a few Amandas. And once you, you know... The, damn it, i gotta, I got to ask you guys something because uh, I know they're not going to be on for another month now, the February 23rd with Hanson Williams and Jeffrey Sitko, but I had no idea there were 4.2 million kids that are homeless. What?
4: Yeah, and I wonder what they include to get to that number. If they're like, you know, somebody's homeless but they're living with their friends or like yeah. what they qualify as... Is homeless but that's still an alarming number of youth that
2: are considered homeless do you think the drugs have a lot to do with this
4: Uh, yeah and I would assume not by the kids I mean I'm sure there are some kids that are on the streets because they're addicted to drugs but I would assume that it's a lot of you know parents that are more focused on getting high and Mm -hmm. things like that and so the kids are like well I'm just out of
2: here there were look when I was a kid you never saw a person sleeping in the street on a park bench. There were no homeless people. And if there were, you never saw them. So I don't know where the hell they went. And there's always been the day centers and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Those were always in place. But why why did the problem get so bad that they had to expand it to millions of people living on the street?
4: Yeah, well, I know that there's a lot of times you'll see people that go to the encampments and they'll interview people. And because the shelters are either you know, overpopulated or poorly sure. ran and not safe. They're like, I would rather live on the street in, you know, a tent because it's <laughs>
2: safer. You think it's safer? Really?
4: Not all. No, not all of them. I don't think there's really mm. anything that's safe when you're sleeping out on the street, but there some people and you get the people that <laughs> I met a guy once that he was like, yeah, I just got all my stuff in this backpack and I ride the trains across the country. He's like, and that's well, what there I do. you go. Like, he's like, that's just what I love is train hopping. He was like, I get to go in, you know, the Colorado mountains in these areas where no cars mm-hmm. are able to go. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's beautiful. And I was like, well, I mean, it's not a way that I would want to live my life. But yeah, there are people that choose to, you know. He might smell a little home. bit, but he's got a better
3: sight, eye than I do. Yeah.
2: So. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Well, you know, they were called hobos back then because yeah. they carried a hoe with them and took uh, daytime jobs just... Gardening for people mm-hmm. and whatever. Yeah, they're called hobos. Whole boys, they started as. Huh, I didn't
4: know they that. They were
2: boys with hoes. In in a warmer climate, it would make sense. Yeah, but you're Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota.
4: Yeah, no, thank you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, we got a lot of trains though. At least going. Uh, well, yeah, that's true. You know what? Whatever. I, I just uh, I wanted to take up a little time with that, just because it's a it's going to be a fast... It'll be a, a month from today. Anson Williams and Jeffrey said, be on to talk about this. I really wish we could figure out. I I don't know. Is it? It's got to be dr- Has got to have something to do with drugs, right?
3: I think that's a factor yeah.
2: for sure. Yeah. yeah,
3: it's just sad.
2: Really, really sad.
3: This might be the all most right. anticipated like guest interview of all time, though, because we've never for had. for a month for a month we have a whole month for the excitement this, to build. This is the
4: best tease in the history of <laughs> podcasting <laughs> and radio. So really, one great job. Hey,
2: a couple minutes from now, Taylor Swift wants to come on, but I told her, yes. you, you know, I'm sorry, we have to do Anson Williams on the February 23rd first, so he can be on the February 24th if you want. Is that okay?
4: Could you imagine bumping Taylor Swift or like some big celebrity <laughs> just for like, oh yeah, for, you know, we have uh, AJ's mom's joining us today,
2: Taylor, so we don't actually have ever room for you. You know what? I actually did that to Paul McCartney once.
3: No way. What?
2: Yes, sir. I was supposed to interview Paul McCartney, and I got a call from my wife saying I had needed to go pick my son up. I canceled the interview, and somebody else came in and interviewed him, and Paul made a very, very big point of, where's Tom? Well, he went to pick up his son. He's going to regret that. I'm like, okay, Paul. (laughs) Settle down, Pally.
4: Did that make Uh, you feel just a little bit warm inside by kind of rejecting Paul McCartney to go pick up your son?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I love my son. He's a wonderful kid.
4: Because there's anytime there's people that feel like they're more important than somebody else and you're yeah. able to kind of like, eh, I got better
2: things to do, it kind of warms well, my soul a little bit. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's my son. I'm not going to leave my son dangling to interview. I love Paul McCartney, don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. I think he's magnificent. I've never talked to him, though, because I said, well, you go talk to him. I got something to do. That's so, al- you know.
3: That's almost a better story, though, than actually interviewing him, saying... I passed on it so I could go pick up my son. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. My son had to wander the streets for 20 minutes because I was interviewing Paul McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been great. He was about th- 13 years old. That would have been really great. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think it was that old. I think it was about 11 or 12, something oh, like that. But that's funny. Okay. The names, the normal names that are going extinct. Do you have any guesses other than Johnny and Amanda? I, I'm going with. I got to believe Thomas is going to go extinct because. And the only, only reason I was named Thomas is because I was so big they thought I was twins. And mm. Thomas means twin. So any reason your names were your names? Were you named after anybody so. or anything like that?
4: No, I think my mom just heard the name Tevin and was like, yeah, that's it works for me. And so she went with that.
3: Yeah, to my to my knowledge, my I'm named after my... I, I think it's technically my uncle, but it's my dad's uncle, Adrian. So
2: great uncle yeah
3: yeah so uh but yeah i that's no no, like real reason
2: all right well here we go could your normal name be going extinct babycenter.com looked at names we think of as normal that are becoming much less common baby name trends uh always ebb and flow i'm sure that's true so maybe they'll uh be trendy again but here are a few names that are plummeting in the rankings right now again should i go from the bottom A 10 to 1, probably. Yeah, I I think think so. Okay, number 10, Nora. I haven't heard anybody named Nora since I was born. I know some actors.
4: Right, since uh, what was the movie that she was Nora? Like the, ah, shoot, the love story. Anyway, yeah, Nora's can, that's probably going to stay away for a while. It's an old name. Yeah.
2: No, this is too, oh, by the way, it's down 91 spots in 2023. Sure. Number nine angela, down ninety four spots what's wrong with the name man I suppose it's just too religious isn't it?
4: oh yeah, because like angel angelic, yep. Uh, yep no
2: people get very touchy about religion now it's like calm down, mm-hmm. you know, you know what i don't understand about that whole situation, yeah, if you get nuts and get carried away with your religion and think you're better than everybody else because you're or whatever religion you are that's ridiculous and all the rest of it but Pretty much everybody's got to believe there's something. I'm not saying it's a being or anything, mm-hmm. but there's something a hell of a lot bigger than all of us. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. You know. Yeah, it makes whatever. sense. Whatever. I mean, it doesn't have to look like some homeless guy with a beard. You know <laughs> what I mean? Uh, number eight, Bradley down 104. That's uh, after it dropped 77 spots of the year before. So apparently nobody's naming their children Bradley anymore.
4: Yeah, I think these are just all... Names that were extremely popular, and then people go, "Well, I know 17 Brad's. I don't want to name my kid Brad."
2: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe that's it. That's true. I grew up with Bradleys. I know that. I feel like a lot of these
4: too are people
3: are forgetting they're naming like an an eventual adult and not a baby forever. Like, here's my three-week-old baby. Oh, what's his name? Brad. Like, (laughs) they they forget that baby's gonna be 30 eventually. Like, you can't name it like. Just in with T Y N, you know, mm-hmm. like eh, so whatever.
2: Yeah, there you go. Uh, number seven is Diana. It's down 108 spots. Is that because of Princess Diana? Yeah, it didn't end She's well dead. for her. So, <laughs> yeah, so I'm, that's what I'm guessing. They probably don't want some dead person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they, you know, anybody named their kid Capone for the same reason? I would definitely name my kid Capone now. That you, like, <laughs> that now so, that you mention it, that'd be so cool. It. I've never met anyone named Capone. I had I had friends that had nicknames like Capone yeah. and that kind of stuff, but it wasn't their real name. Uh, number 6 Michelle down 129 points. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, Michelle Tafoya. Used to work mm-hmm. with her. Mm-hmm. And then she got mad at me cuz she she thought that I was the one who fired her when I wasn't. But I haven't talked to her since, so I really I do really well with coworkers, don't you think? <laughs> yeah. Really do. <laughs> uh-huh. Um number five amanda we have a member of our family's named amanda it's down 131 points
3: that's surprising to me
2: I've, i i agree i feel like yeah. i still
3: know so many amandas
2: yep Nope, oh, you're absolutely right i have a, like i said i have a, somebody in my family named amanda then you got johnny down 150 spots that includes johnny john all mm-hmm. of it jonathan okay yep jonathan i suppose number three is Mackenzie. it's down 184 spots i don't know anyone named Mackenzie. i don't think yeah, maybe like one or two. Do you do you know some McKenzies? Yeah, I went to school
4: with a the McKenzie. There was a McKenzie that used to play for the Vikings, but yeah, not too it's not too common.
3: Yeah, I know some that go by like Mac and yeah, McKenzie. Oh, yeah, I like it, it, Oh, sure. I, I there's a, the thing is there's a lot of different spellings I feel like for McKenzie. You can get, you know, you can put a lot of flair on it. So, I don't know if this list includes all of those that sound like McKenzie or if it's like spelled a specific way.
2: Number two is Julius. It's down 189 spots for boys. Yeah, that, uh, that smoothie
3: that smoothie company. All orange did not, Julius. Well, yeah, yeah, not doing anybody favors there. That's right.
2: Orange Julius. I forgot all about them. I didn't even think about that. Number one, though, and I, I told the Hubbards to fire her for this very, very reason. They haven't done it yet, but I hope she, she's excused later on today for the rest of time. Brooke. Was just the 471st most popular name for girls last year, down around 200 spots in 2022. So I'm sorry, Brooke, but you gotta go. Your name uh, is the number one uh, that nobody's naming their kids after. So we're gonna have to get somebody else to run that department. What do you think? I wonder if that's just
3: because of like fads, like people naming their kids now probably weren't super big fans of like Brooke Shields or whatever. But maybe yeah, true. You know, it's getting we're getting further and further mm. away from that. I don't know what who who else is like a famous Brooke. Bob. See, I I can't even—I can't even think of
2: one. Brooke Benton, but that's a guy. I don't even know does that That matter. Brooke
4: Lopez, that's also a guy. (laughs) There's another guy. (laughs) I don't (laughs)
2: think
4: I I know any women named Brooke.
2: We, well, you do at uh, KSTP at Hubbard. Yeah, at Hubbard you do. There's no question about it. Brooke, I worked with her over at uh, at the queue also. Actually, Brooke's one of my favorite people in the world. I have to be honest. Damn it, I hate being honest about (laughs) stuff like that, but. So it's Brooke, Julius, Mackenzie, Johnny, Amanda, Michelle, Diana, Bradley, Angela, and Nora are all out. Nobody's naming their children that any longer. I don't... Whatever. You do what you got to do, right? Right, yeah. We shall take... What's the woman's name coming on next? I forgot. Uh, Kristen. Yeah, Kristen. and her name is not plummeting to Alive
3: the and thriving yes. more than ever.
2: Yep. Do me a favor when she comes on, okay? I don't care. You can both do it or one of you do yeah, it. Yeah, what's that? But... uh we used to have it on the family podcast. There was a guy on there that kept calling her Kirsten. Okay. Oh, she's got So Kirsten became Kirsten. So what do you, Kirsten, what do you think is, ah, oh, it's actually Kirsten. Yeah, so anyway, Kirsten. Uh. <laughs> and I don't think he was doing it on purpose. He was just not paying attention. And yeah. yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah. Such is life. We will take a break. Be right, right back. Kristen Burt will join us right after this. You have all helped support MyPillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with great deals on his most popular products. Right now, you can save 50% on Queen and King pillows and the original My Slippers and the MyPillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. Set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98. And for a limited time, you can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code Tom. That's a 50% savings. So go to mypillow.com, use promo code Tom to save 50% on the MyPillow six pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set this deal will not last long enter promo code tom for this special and many more
1: jim paul of valley buick gmc has a mutiny on his hands his sales crew said they've had it brooming snow off the new buicks and gmcs then warm them up move them to plow and repark them again he even overheard them cooking up an alternative plan a sale. Oh. This is crazy. Why don't we just mark them down and sell them? This is getting real old to be out on that lot in this sub-zero weather. That's right. Everyone we sell is one less to broom. I heard we're supposed to get six
5: more inches tomorrow.
1: I'm 5'6". How am I supposed to get the snow off the roof of a pickup?
4: I'm Jim Paul, and while well, car dealers do have all kinds of crazy sales, this idea probably makes more sense than most. There's plenty of inventory, so okay. The crew has decided.
1: Yeah! Now yeah, yeah, we're talking yeah. So, then it's official. The We Don't Want to Broom snow sale is in full force at Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley and Hastings. Snowy inventory priced real right at ValleyCardealers.com.
2: You're
0: listening to the Tom Bernard Podcast.
2: We are back, ladies and gentlemen. There she is all smiley and everything. We just ran through a list of names that are no longer to be used, but Kristen was not on the list.
0: It's not a wildly popular name, honestly. Well,
2: there's Kristen, think. there's Kirsten, there there are a few Kirsten,
0: Christian, Kirsten, yeah. Christine, Christina. I answer to all of them because nobody, just because I have a Y at the end, people think it's pronounced differently.
2: Huh? Weird. Like Christine.
0: Yeah, I get I get a lot of I get a lot of like Christian, Kirsten, Kirsten. Hmm. So,
2: how do you I get Kirsten? It's K R I Kirsten.
0: Um, you know. I I think sometimes if people have, like, a learning disability, everything, like, the R's get mixed up. And oftentimes my Y gets transferred to where the I is, and the I gets transferred to the Y is. I mean, so I just just roll with it. It's fine. Or just call me KB. We'll be done with it.
2: That happened to me one time. We were on a boat going down the Mississippi River, headed for St. Louis. And for some reason, I think the crew was British or something. Everybody had a name tag, so everybody could get to know one another. Actually, I made a good friend from the deal. They put my name patch on, spelled T-H-O-M. Thom. Tom.
0: Tom. So the
2: rest of the, it's not Thomas, I understand. It is Thomas. But when you T H O M, I the entire trip there and back was, Hey, Thom, how you doing? <laughs> like, yeah, thanks. I appreciate it.
0: Tom, it hey, Thom. It makes me think of a thumb.
2: It is a thumb. That's exactly what the problem is. Hey, good to see you. So what's? What, Catherine and I are watching... Um, Harlan Coben's either wife or daughter wrote a wrote a bo- uh, book, and it's called... What is it? I can't remember the name of it, but it's, it's they made it into a movie. Her name is Christina or something like that. I don't know if it's his wife, his daughter, or whatever it is, but uh, we started watching it, and it seems like it's good, but the problem is... Uh, They took the book over to England and made made the movie there, or a TV show, it's not a movie, it's an 8-part, 10-part series, something like that. But the problem is... Did you put I on the
0: captions?
2: I'm going to have to because I can't hear a damn word they're saying. Oh, we oh, said oh, this oh, yesterday
0: oh, with Fargo. you got to start turning on the captions. Gen Z <laughs> loves the captions.
2: <laughs> they do love the captions. You're absolutely right about
0: Gen that. Gen Z is, uh, is bringing the captions and making them cool. So there you I go. I
2: suppose. It is, a, yeah. is it for no one? Is it fool, fool me oh, once? Fool me once. That's exactly what it is. On yep. Netflix, yeah. Was yeah, that his that's... wife or his sister? or his... Who is it?
0: The, the wife who, or his husband passes away. Is that? Yeah. Yeah, you're watching. Yeah. So, uh, it's a thriller. I, it's been number one on Netflix, I think, over the last like week or two.
2: Yeah, it has, absolutely. But I can't understand them, so I don't have to put on the caps.
0: Yeah, just put on the captions. You'll be fine.
2: Yeah, whatever you said, I can't. Understand yeah, I don't know how
0: much I want to spoil like with the story. Am I spoiling it if I say like the husband dies and then she? I don't know. Are you watching it too, Tevin? No, now it's ruined for me. Thank
3: <laughs> you thank you so much. I don't
2: have to. Watch no, it I mean like he dies everything. in the first episode. So no, like, yeah, but the whole fine. premise
0: is based off of his death, and then the story can, I don't. I don't want to spoil it. And then story <laughs> Kristen. From there,
2: Kristen. Whatever happened after they put Jesus in the tomb? Whatever happened to him?
0: resurrection yeah see you ruined it spoiler spoiler but that it's not necessarily the premise of that though can you
2: imagine if you were over there you're walking along all of a sudden here comes this guy out of the out of his tomb you go what the hell is this all about guy comes out of his dusty
0: i would think right (laughs) i would think
2: absolutely but so it's what's called fool no one fool me once fool me me once once. there you go fool me once yeah okay that's it. it
0: it's good. I, I was gonna say it's good. I've been. I'm like a couple episodes in, but I just don't want to spoil the whole story of like no, what I, happens I after the first. It's because it's not necessarily a resurrection either. So I'm like. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I've only seen one episode so far. Okay. So we'll, yeah, you've we'll got more to go you.
0: then. But just turn on the captions. You'll be okay.
2: I will. T- I'm gonna have to because. it was. I was to the girl yesterday and told me, what the hell are you saying?
0: That was Billy Elliot for me. I was like, I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> Turn on those captions. And that was back in the day when I think, um, I mean, Billy Elliot's over like 24 years old. I think it was like 2000 it came out. Really? So Yeah, so I was like turning on captions on like an old DVD, not even on streaming. I'm like, I have no idea what you're saying, but they help.
2: I was trying to think the last time I used a DVD. God, it's been a long time. Used
5: we to get them all get the them. time. Yeah. Well,
0: you still get them occasionally for yes. if you yep. opt out, you won't get them, but you can still opt in for DVDs for screeners for like SAG awards and things like that.
2: Right, exactly. You used to get tons of them, man. They were stocked up. We had something to do in February, uh, January and February watching all those movies.
0: But you still do. You just have to log right. into your account. Right. That's all. I don't yep. think you like to do that.
2: I'm not big on all, any of that stuff. Yeah. I want to watch it where I want to watch it. You know what I mean?
0: But you can watch it whenever you want to watch it. You just have yeah. to use your code. Like, you have to use your SAG ID and your PIN code, and then it shows up on your television.
2: SAG and a baby.
0: Yep. Yeah, it's...
2: The- I will tell you, they got a good retirement program. There's no question about that. They did a really, really good job for voiceover and actors. There's no question. They
0: have no money left, though. It's mm-hmm. not.
2: It's well, that's a problem. Others. For your
0: generation, great. For the rest of us, we're toast.
2: <laughs> we're broke. Sorry.
0: We're <laughs> broke. There's no health insurance. or It's barely, it's hanging by a thread. And oh, uh God. Yeah, it's bad. And for people still working um, or, you know, seniors who are working in the industry, they can't qualify because you your residuals don't count toward your health oh, insurance. Sure. I mean, it's, it's really a struggle for a lot of them. So
2: no question. And voiceovers changed a lot.
0: Yeah. I mean it's most totally of my friends different. who are voiceover and working consistently, whether it's video games mm-hmm. or animated stuff, they are working financial core. So if people don't know what financial core is, you resign from your membership from SAG, but you are allowed to work union jobs as well as non-union jobs. So you're not a card-carrying member, but you still pay dues, but you don't pay a percentage of your dues towards other things. So, he, like, you don't get to vote in the SAG awards. You lose some privileges and things like that. But it was the only way that they could keep their careers going.
2: God, it was back in the back in the day. So I shouldn't be pissed off that some of the politicians in Minnesota that ruined my voiceover career was going to be ruined anyway. <laughs>
0: Hollywood ruined that, you know, and and it's not, I don't even want to say it's Hollywood, tech companies, tech has disrupted Hollywood, and we weren't able to keep ahead of the curve, and that is what has destroyed Hollywood.
2: That's really, that's very, very sad that you say that, because I just, I I, I gotta be honest with you, I love doing voiceover, because back in the day, before IT and all that good stuff, um, you had to fly to New York, Chicago, you had Los Angeles, you had to fly all over the country to do voiceover before that, which I enjoyed. I thought it was magnificent. Eventually moved to Chicago and New York and, and worked out of there. But uh, you know, that all changed. As soon as IT came along. you went, oh, this is going to destroy our business, isn't it? Yeah. And it did.
0: And everybody has their own home studio now. So yes, right. I mean, there's some benefits to that and you can keep yep. on working, but again, the union jobs with all of the good benefits and everything those are few and far between so it's really kind of sad
2: I still have listeners that, that send me messages about hey I didn't know you did voiceovers and it's always from oh god what is the name of that movie it was Sean Penn and Christopher Walken and I remember the last line in the, in the voiceover I did for the, uh, for the movie was like father like son like hell
0: <laughs> that's ah, a line. That's what do you a good think of tagline. that i like it
2: it was a big old time what the hell was the name of that movie again was it at close range from 1996? at close <laughs> range that's exactly right you could play it too because you could make fun of me you guys because i can see you thinking about making fun of my talents as a voiceover i guy.
0: miss like those old trailers those were so they don't do good. them at all anymore
2: they no, don't they do them they at all don't. anymore
0: they don't. i don't know that's it's like um, the songs at the start of sitcoms that they used to do. Like, they don't do that. If someone started singing like, show me that smile, you'd be like, just get to the show. <laughs> <Get
2: down>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've lost all your patience. There's no question about it. I, I, what the hell? So, uh, you know, I've said this a million times, and I do believe that that streaming is wonderful because you can catch up on so many great things i would have never heard of any of this stuff if it weren't for streaming i don't think
0: yeah and streaming's having a good day at the oscars because the oscar nominations were this morning oh i want to hear all about it leading the way yeah uh lots of snubs i always find the snubs to be fascinating uh you've got leonardo dicaprio not nominated
2: really do you find that
0: i find that surprising on a scorsese film
2: yeah absolutely
0: weird um i'm trying to think uh Here's another big one. Margot Robbie, not nominated for Best Actress for Barbie.
2: Re-
1: what?
0: But, but America Ferreira was nominated for Best Supporting Actress in that movie and Ryan Gosling for Ken.
2: But
0: really? But- no Barbie. Really? And in addition to that, Barbie was nominated for Best Picture, not surprising, but Greta Gerwig, who directed it, not nominated. So the film okay. obviously directed itself.
2: Yeah, it did. Absolutely. That's why it's so good, because it directed itself. Absolutely. No question.
0: It doesn't make any sense whatsoever when you do something like that. Um, Some of the other ones that I think are kind of interesting, I think that, you know, Robert Downey Jr., I think he could possibly win this category for Oppenheimer. And to me, when I look back on it, his story is going to be wild because he was, you know, right kind of like a late teen actor into his young adults, like totally messed it up with his drug addiction and everything else. Nobody thought he would have the comeback that he did. And obviously he's been nominated for Oscars before, but to then be a multimillionaire, thanks to Iron Man. And then to be back here at the Oscars, I was like, what a story.
2: No question about, I, I used to love to watch the Oscars back in the day, but Catherine's never been into it. She never has watched the Oscars.
0: You know i i think that the the big business is the red carpet that's where everyone yeah, gets all of the yeah. money with the fashions and the jewels and everything else and what people are wearing but you know there are moments that i'm so glad i was either backstage covering or i was watching um because i mean i i think about like the will smith slap like mm-hmm. i was at the uh, official academy party when that happened and to be in a theater with a bunch of people to just watch it happen and to see everyone's reaction of like, wait, what did, did that just happen? And everyone was just stunned. And then everyone was like PR stunt, PR stunt. And then you started realizing this wasn't a PR stunt. Like this actually <laughs> yeah. was a really bad, uh like caught up in the moment. Oh, hi Jude. Good morning. Oh,
2: Andy must have just gotten here for the family show because Jude went nuts. What so a shot. Yep, there was I, Andy I, just walked by.
0: Yeah, you just, you do think about those actual moments or, or being and covering the Oscars when they read off the wrong name for Best Picture. They're like, Jeez. La La Land, no, it's Moonlight. Yeah. What?
2: That's amazing. Such
0: an out of body experience. Uh, it's right. unbelievable. And to, that moment was clearly the error of the accountant who handled the ballots. Mm-hmm. Um because uh, he was too caught up in tweeting about Scarlett Johansson. I get it; she's really pretty. But you <laughs> handed out the wrong envelope, man. <laughs> oh
2: God, that's that is a little hard to believe, no question. AJ, did you ever find that movie trailer?
3: I, I don't. I've never seen this movie, so I don't know if this is actually it. It's, it's three minutes. But you said it's the last like line that you want to hear.
2: No, I mean you. You can play the whole thing. It's three minutes long. It's a three-minute trailer, yeah.
3: Uh, yeah, it's gotta be.
2: At the, it's gotta be at the end. You can play how much ever you want. Let's see here. Yesterday, he was a nobody. Today, he is front page news. Your name? Brad. Little Brad. Brad Jinger. And is there a Big Brad? Who is he? He's my a father, Christopher. Christopher a man walking. too dangerous to get close to, a boy too dazzled to break away. <laughs> Sean Penn oh. is Brad Whitewood Jr. A live wire kid in a dead-end hopped on,
3: town. hopped on the upper Uni, of the
2: car. For a family he's never known. Just for fun, it looks like. Huh? Yep, here it comes.
5: Oh, I'm Terry.
4: You
2: have a really nice smile.
5: Thanks.
0: I guess you must have heard about me. I heard you as a thief.
4: Sure. Some folks on just the devil in blue suede shoes. 120. 20.
2: When I married him, he had the biggest eyes you ever saw. What do you think?
3: Beautiful. Here, are all he skim ahead a be little bit. Like
5: <laughs> is this the thing you use? There it goes. Dad. I gave you money, I gave you a car, I took you in. But don't that mean something?
3: Family gun, Dad. I love
4: you. Is that what you want to hear? I love you too,
2: Dad. Sean Penn. Christopher Walken. Like father, like son, like hell. Ah! What do you think of that
4: action? I have no idea what that movie is about based off the dialogue that they chose to insert in between your words. <laughs> I, yeah, that was a little... They
0: not spoil the movies in trailers. So, yeah, right, like, right. we get these random scenes mm-hmm. where you'd be like, oh, that sounds intriguing, and then you go to the movies <laughs> and see it. Now they just spoil the whole movie, and you're like, oh, okay, I know what happens, but you go and see it anyway. Uh, that was also during the Madonna years, so that yes. is... yep. Yeah, because Live to Tell was when she was married to Sean Penn. God...
2: I miss that. I do miss doing trailers, but they just don't do them anymore. They don't do, they don't use movie trailers anymore. Also, it was a just, lot of fun.
3: Just for the record, I, I, I was watching that. I also have no clue what the movie's <laughs> about. Like, I was the only one that could actually, like, see the video. Uh, d- d- no clue, because he was in a courthouse, and then he was, like, on the car of this girl driving, like, just, like, on the hood. He willingly jumped on. And then he's got his dad, I think, at gunpoint, and then they just, like, hugged it out. and then he shot, <laughs> And then he just shot the cabinets, and then somebody fell through a skylight. Just, I, I don't know what's going on.
0: And you would like, only really see that in a movie theater, too. It's not like you couldn't go online at the time mm, to go yeah, and true. say, let me yeah. watch the trailer and see more about it. You would have to go to your newspaper and be like, what's this movie about <laughs> it, and am I going to see it this weekend?
2: That's pretty much true. I know this, that if I'm ever asked how I like doing the show, I will go, like Tevin, like AJ, like hell. What do you think? <laughs>
4: Good promo. Yeah, we need to get that cut immediately and put it uh, all <laughs> of our buttons.
0: Uh, that might be on the button bar tomorrow. Yeah, that would be uh, amazing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not here tomorrow, I yeah. will be truly disappointed.
2: Yeah, we'll get it done for you, no question. But thank you, my dear. We will talk to you tomorrow.
0: You bet. And we got to talk Alec Baldwin tomorrow. You yeah. guys remind me. Oh, that. absolutely. we got to talk Rust. Yep. I will.
2: You're absolutely yep. right. Love to do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Kristen Bird, Entertainment News brought to you by North American Bank & Company. Go to nabankco.com to learn more. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. That is going to do it. Family shows up in about 15 minutes, and we'll see you here tomorrow.